Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Don't worry, I've got this. January comedies. We've gone through the list. Last night, I made an exception. And I made an exception because, yes, they all were in films at some point. But nothing beats the ensemble, the four-piece that they became, which were the Golden Girls. And how that legacy continues through its lasting member, Betty White. And so tonight, I thought, you know, comedies. What are these these comedies? You know, there's classic ones, there's current ones. The current ones, it's always kind of a hit and miss, which is sad. Versus the classic ones, which were so well done. You know, and I'm talking about the cl- even the 90s. Think of the 90s. Think of everything, you know, and I thought immediately here I am. I'm talking on a smartphone and I immediately thought of Clueless because at that point, think of it. Only those who had money and power had cell phones, especially teenagers. And these are not just any teenagers. These are teenagers from Beverly Hills, okay? And it, it's uh, it's an interesting uh, ball game. So yes, Amy 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 Heckerly's um, Clueless, nineteen ninety five, twenty six years ago. I remember seeing it in the theater. I remember it was a comedy for the ages. Okay, you got to think about this. 1995, Amy Heckerly had done, you know, Fast Times at Ridgemount High. So she had already tackled, you know, teenage films. And here's, this is the 90s, okay? And you've got, you know, Stacey Dash and Alicia Silverstone, Faison Love. And of course, you have Ant-Man himself, Paul Rudd, who doesn't age. You know, it was it was a classic ensemble. You know, it was I remember watching it because my mother in particular, you know, I've talked about this before on the show. My mother is a college professor, and I'm not and I'm not throwing that out there. Oh, look at me. No, no, no. My mother is probably one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. And my father as well. And um, I want to give a shout out because today my grandma died uh, seven years ago, exactly on this day, also the birthday of my grandfather, but she was very Catholic. So she didn't so much die. Okay. You know, everyone's like, oh, it's grandpa's birthday. She died because this is Mexican Christmas. This is three Kings day. So she in her, in her mind's eye knew, okay, take me God. And that's what happened. So I want to throw that in there. But my mother, my mother, we're watching Clueless. She took all of us to see Clueless. You know, four boys and one girl. My cousins and, and my brothers, we all went and saw Clueless in the theater. And my mother says to us, you know, this is Taming of the Shrew and Emma. So it's Shakespeare. And then it's also, you know, um, uh, Jane, uh, Jane Austen. Yeah. So my mother already knew what we were watching had been done many, many times before. In fact, at one point, 
chair. Hello, Alicia Silverstone. They're writing this poem for the two teachers to fall in love. And Dion, Alicia, uh, Stacey dashes. Where did you read that? Oh, it's a famous quote. Who? Cliff Notes. Yeah, Cliff Notes. Because that's what you use if you didn't read the book. Hello. Or if you read the book and you wanted it in Leighton's Leighton's terms. You know, you wanted it more, okay, legible. Because, you know, all of the fa-fa, yeah. Whatever. This movie is hilarious. I've seen this movie so many times. That's why I'm talking about it. I Hands-free, I'm on the go. But, you know, hey, tonight it's all about Clueless. I love, I love how it opens. It opens with that song, We're the kids in America. And then, without missing a beat, at least that, that intro, that voiceover. You're probably, you're probably saying, is this an eczema commercial or what? But seriously, I do have a way normal life. I get up and I pick out my school clothes. Yeah, this is my where my friend Dion lives. We know what it's like to have people jealous of us. Dude! Love the car share, thanks. Dion and I were both named after singers of the past who now do infomercials. Yeah, Cher and Dion Warwick, hello! So there's that shit right there. And then, of course, you have Paul Rudd, her stepbrother, who she's in love with. Well, she doesn't know that yet. Um, And he's in college, you know, all the the normal trappings of being in college, you know. He's studying Frederick Nietzsche. He's not in psych. He's growing a a goatee. Paul Rudd doesn't age, okay. And you watch Clueless and he looks the same then as he does now. Even more in Ant-Man. Yeah. And then you have... I would be remiss if I don't mention her. The late. The great Brittany Murphy. You know. From Girl Interrupted. From 8 Mile. She should have been nominated for 8 Mile. A lot of people feel that way. And um, Brittany Murphy plays Ty. Who is the girl that they're going to reinvent. They want a project. You know, I love it where they're out there and she's like, she gets there and they're like, yeah, Ty, you can hit a few balls in those clothes. She could be a farmer in those clothes. Here, hang with us. Oh my God. I, we don't, we don't have anything special. We do lunch like in 50. Yeah, we have like Coke and stuff. No shit, you guys got Coke here? Oh yes. This is America. Yeah. <laughs> or when they're talking about the gym teacher, Miss Stoker, and they're like, in the ger- grand tradition of gym teachers, Miss Tr- Stoker was same sex oriented. <laughs> it's hilarious. And they, you know, there's Miss Geist, and, you know, there's the teacher, and they try to fix them up. So it's Taming of the Shrew and Emma right there. Yeah. It is hilarious. And then Cher. Lisa Silverstone falls for this guy named Christian who just happens to be gay but she doesn't know it yeah interesting meanwhile you know she's trying to fix tie up with you know um, Jeremy Sisto 
Remember from Six Feet Under? This is in the 90s, kids. He's the one who very, my friend from high school loved this. It made her go out and buy a Soundgarden CD. I'm not kidding. Where he says, I have to go to the quad and get my Soundgarden CD. Now, the one who plays the teacher, his name escapes me right now. Mr. Hall. Thank you, Mr. Hall. Who is also on Young Sheldon. Yeah. He, he's a really great character actor. But, the, you know, it's an ensemble in Clueless, okay? Think of it. Think, and it went on to be a TV show. And okay, TV show, not great. In the, in the 90s. And, whereas my n- nephew says, in the 90s? In the 80s? No, in the 90s. Mm. Rolling with the homies. Yeah, we got a little bit of that in there. And then, you know... I, I kind of know some people like this. I won't say who, who just magically falls in love with their stepbrother and stepsister, but they're not blood related. So that's all I'll say because I know about that all too well. And that happens in Clueless. Yeah, because you know, according to Cher, isn't my house classic? The columns date all the way back to 1972. She's saying this in 1995. Okay, hilarious. Those are, that's just some, and then, and then everyone's having sex, but her, as if, yeah, that's always her thing is as if, I don't know where these guys just jump out of bed and they put a uh, dirty, you know, baseball cap on backwards and their pants just sagging off their ass and they expect me to swoon. I don't think so. Yeah. And then you, of course, you get Donald Faison. Hello. You know, uh, saying, oh girl, why'd you jeeping behind my back? Jeeping talking of vehicular sex i found this cheap polyester thing in my in your car that is looks like one of those things you got hanging from your head i i do not wear polyester hair unlike some girls like shawanda bye d i'm outie is it that time of the pumpkin see i know all the dialogue it's sick it's sick it's sick but it's comedy we'll be back after these messages because it gets better Oh, we can't play it because of the music. We can't play it because of the copyright. But welcome back, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Clueless. Oh my god. Why Dion's going out with a high school boy? They're like dogs. You have to clean them and feed them, and they're just like these nervous creatures that jump and slobber all over you. Ew! Get off of me! Ugh! As if. Should all oppressed people be allowed refuge in America? Amber will take the composition. Cher will be pro. Cher, two minutes. 
So, okay, like right now, for example, the Hadians need to come to America. But some people are all, what about the strain on our resources? That it's like when I had this garden party for my father's birthday, right? I said RSVP because it was a sit down dinner. But people came that like did not RSVP. So I was like totally bugging. I had to haul ass to the kitchen, redistribute the food, squish in extra place settings. But by the end of the day, it was like the more the merrier. And so if the government could just get to the kitchen, rearrange some things, we could certainly party with the Hadians. And in conclusion, may I please remind you that it does not say RSVP on the Statue of Liberty. Amber, uh, reply. Mr. Hall, how can I answer that? The topic is Haiti, and she's talking about some little party. Hello, it was his 50th birthday. Whatever. If she doesn't do the assignment, I can't do mine. There are so many reasons yeah, people love she can't do hers. Um, but that, that moment where she goes, whatever. I would just like to say that physical education in this school is a disgrace. I mean, standing in line for 40 minutes is hardly aerobically effective. I doubt I've worked off the calories in a stick of carefree gum. Well, you certainly exercise your mouth here. Now hit the ball. Ms. Stoger, that machine is just a lawsuit waiting to happen. Thanks for the legal advice. Dion, you're up. Oh, no, Miss Stoger, I have a note from my tennis instructor, and he would prefer it if I didn't expose myself to any training that might derail his teachings. Fine. Amber? Miss Stoger, my plastic surgeon doesn't want me doing any activity where balls fly at my nose. Well, there goes your social life. <laughs> Miss Stoger? Got another one. Ladies, we have a new student with us. This is Ty Frazier. Ty, you don't have time to change, but you could hit a few balls in those clothes. She could be a farmer in those clothes. <laughs> See, my mission is clear. Would you look at that girl? She is so adorably clueless. We've got to adopt her. Sure, she is toe up. Our stock would plummet. Dee, don't you want to use your popularity for a good cause? No. Come here. Yeah, come here. Hang with us. Oh, thank you. <laughs> How you like California? Man, I'm freaking. I could really use some sort of an herbal refreshment. Oh, well, we do lunch in 10 minutes. We don't have any tea, but we have Coke and stuff. No shit, you guys got Coke here? Yeah. Yeah, this is America. <laughs> I think we both know what it feels like to be lonely. That's clueless in the 90s. It truly is clueless. And of course, yeah, moments like this before we depart. Dally information. Yeah, do you have a number of a cab company? Which one? I don't know which one. What do you have out here? Oh, we have Dally Cab. Hand it over. Uh, Give me the phone. Uh, okay, okay. Back to. Come on! All right, now uh, get down on the ground, face down. 
Oh no, you don't understand. This is an alaya. And a what? It's like a totally important designer. And I will totally shoot you in the head. Get out. Good. Good. Yeah. All right. Um, count to a hundred. Thank you. Yeah, it's an alaya. But my favorite moment is this. Well, you can guess what happened next. Therefore, as if I am only 16 and this is California, not Kentucky. (laughs) This is California, not Kentucky. That's the moment. That's the line. As always, unpleasant dreams, January comedies. <laughs>